happening in the NRL with coaches, players getting dropped. It is all happening. The reviews of the games is coming. But as how are you, buddy? How's things? How was your weekend, mate? Yeah, I'm well, mate. Had a good weekend. I uh, watched plenty of league. And, uh, yeah, like you said, there's plenty happening, isn't there? Mate, absolutely. I think we just jumped straight into it. As I think we just should start with the retirees in Jake Friend and Michael Morgan. So, Mate, Jake Friend retires at the age of 31 due to the head knocks that he's copped. Mate, he had a stellar career. 268 games for the Roosters, uh, three grand final wins, three origins, one game for Australia. What a career of Jake Friend, mate. Yeah, mate, can't deny that. Uh, Been a great player for the Roosters. Like you said, uh, triple premiership winner. Um, Yeah, great career. Mate, it was good to see that at least he played three games of Origin, which obviously was last year. And um, mate, he he put his body on the line every every week, Jake Friend. And I guess the head knocks and you know hearing the doctors and um, you know obviously he's taken the advice, which it's sad to see, but it's good that he is looking after his health because life does go on after football. And mate, you know he does have a very good successful plumbing business. So yeah, all the best, Jake Friend. Yeah, it certainly does, mate. Life does go on after football. It was a bit uh, sad to see. We didn't see him at his best in origin, uh, obviously because he was behind the greatest hooker we've ever seen. But um, that's life, mate. You know, you run into things like that. But uh, there's no doubt that he was a great player. Yeah, absolutely. And, mate, Michael Morgan retired at the age of 29 due to a chronic shoulder issues, mate. So he had 168 games for the Cowboys. Uh, one grand final win. He had 12 origins and 12 tests for Australia. So, made another great career. Um, but, yeah, 29 as very young for a footy player. But, again, he needs to look after his health. Yeah, mate, just unfortunate. Obviously, never getting over that shoulder injury. Uh, playing outside one of the greatest halfbacks, if not, uh, we've ever seen. Helped as well. But, uh, yeah, he never rediscovered that form, did he, mate? And uh, sad to see, unfortunately, to retire at a young age. But, yep, life goes on, mate, and that's just the cards you dealt. Yeah, another great career from uh, Michael Morgan. Mate, I think we can all remember that pass in the grand final, you know, the dying seconds and, you know, running at the line and then flick passing it to Cole Felt, the crossover in the corner. What a remarkable... I mean, he'll be known for that. He'll be known for that forever, especially up in North Queensland and... Uh, as I want to take my hat off to him, 2017, he got the Cowboys to a grand final win. Although they got beat by Melbourne Storm 34-6, to Michael Morgan was the orchestra of that Cowboys team without a Jonathan Thurston who had previously retired. So, mate, stellar career by the Cowboys 5-8. Um, mate, he done so well for that team and all the best for retirement. <laughs> Rumours happening that Craig Fitzgibbons is... is Moments away from signing a three-year deal with the Cronulla Sharks to take over from John Morris. I know we've been talking about this for quite a while, mate, but now that heat is on because it's a, it looks like it's legitimately happening, poor old John Morris. I, I feel so sorry for this bloke and what he's done with Cronulla. And hearing Sean Johnson speak the other night about how highly he rates 
John Morris. It, it's just sad times, mate. It certainly is, mate, and it's a you know, sort of a decision I, I don't understand, mate. I mean, Craig Fitzgibbon, don't get me wrong, great player, uh, great rooster store also at the Dragons, but an unproven coach, mate. And um, as we've seen in the NRL, these assistant coaches that leave the Bellamy's and, and the Bennett's and so forth uh, that go on to head coaching jobs haven't really performed, have they? And that's what's worrying for me. I mean, Cronulla's just to, to go out on a limb and, uh, you know, offer, I think it was $1.8 million or something over four years or whatever. Yeah, I just don't get it, mate. I, I really don't. It's, it's, it's a massive gamble for mine. I mean, John Morris has shown in his short head coaching career at the Sharks that the boys are playing for him, mate. And I just don't understand why Cronulla just all of a sudden dove head first into this. Um, I, I just don't get it, mate. Honestly, I think we would all agree. So if Cronulla were chasing Trent Robinson, Craig Bellamy, Wayne Bennett, any of these coaches, we would not sit here and be talking about this. We'll be saying, yeah, okay, he's, you know, John Morris is getting moved on for one of these head coaches. But like you mentioned, an unknown coach that hasn't even had any NRL experience as a head coach other than when Trent Robinson's had other duties going on. But John Morris... Yes, okay, he's had the superstar cattle there, but his salary cap has been choked to death because of all of these players that have just been feeding off the salary cap. So he's brought in so many young players. Uh, Kudos to him because these young guys are actually playing great football. And look, Cronulla's still fighting. They gave the Roosters a run for their money this week. And I honestly don't know what to say as it's actually heartbreaking, mate. Oh, 100%, mate. And like you said, these young blokes that have come from nowhere, they're having a crack, mate. They're having a dick. Just like the Tigers, mate, the recruitment at the Sharks, they just tend to sign these washed-up players on huge coin um, that are nowhere near uh, their best, let alone what they're getting paid worth. And, um, you know, it's affected them big time. And he's done wonders with that team, mate. And I'll continue to say it, Hobes, these people need to be accountable for um, putting these clubs in in despair, signing these, these players that are washed up, mate. You know, and they should be moved on, these recruitment officers, or, or they've got to put their hand up, mate. They've got to take ownership of what they've done, and, and they need to be sacked, mate. And like you said, he's done wonders, mate. Definitely done wonders with Pranola. Yeah, well, honestly, it's only going to be, as they say, time is the conqueror of all things. So, look, let's just see how this all pans out. Honestly, all the best to Craig Fitzgibbon. If he does land this role, like, you know, he's going to have our support. A lot of pressure is going to be put on him. You know, there's a lot of... Um, talk that's going to be happening in and around his name. But, uh, look, I, I wish him all the best. I do feel sorry for John Morris. So, mate, where's the next step for John Morris here? Does he need to go to, as an assistant to Craig Fitzgibbon? Do you think he's, you know, already at the stage where he should be an NRL head coach, As No, he certainly won't be assistant to Craig Fitzgibbon. The rumour I heard, Craig Fitzgibbon will get to choose his staff. Um, that was some of the terms on why uh, how he's going there. Um, but there's no way in the world that the head coach will, will sit back in the back seat and take a backward step of the team that he was head coach of. No way. Uh, he'll move on, mate. Surely he'll get a job. I mean, please, he's clearly shown that he knows what he's doing. I mean, if it's an assistant coach uh, somewhere else for the time being, so be it, mate. But he's got to be involved at some club somewhere. As So there's stories already coming out now that Kevin Walters has swung the axe Anthony Milford, their million-dollar man, the 5'8", has lasted five rounds into the NRL for 2021. He's being dropped, as. What's your thoughts on this, mate? Oh, too long, or is that should have been done two weeks ago? It should have been done 25 weeks ago. 
Um, yeah, mate, he's never lived up to this huge contract he's on. You know, I just don't know what it is with Anthony Milford, mate. He, people saying, oh, he needs to play fullback. He needs to play in sort of a playmaking lock position, please. I mean, come on. Uh, when players need to kick up the backside, they need to be checked and dropped. Finally, they've done it, mate. Um, if only the Tigers take a point and, and do the same with Luke Brooks. Oh, they're on massive money not performing, mate. I will never understand why a coach won't bring up a young buck on, you know, next to nothing and give him a shot at first grade and send their $900,000 player down to reserve grade. If they're not up to the standard, you've got to do it, mate. And I don't know, I don't understand why coaches at other clubs are not doing it as well, mate. This should have been done ages ago, Hobes, and he's finally done it. Where do you think his best position is? For me, I like Anthony Milford as a running fullback. I think he, sh- he needs to be there. Yeah, he was great there at Canberra when he first started, when he first came onto the scene. Broncos obviously bought him in- into their system as a fullback, and they quickly shifted him into 5'8". But I seriously don't know where Milford goes. I don't know what coin he's going to get. I don't know what club should pick him up. He needs to get back into reserve grade. Pretty much what John Morris has done with Andrew Fafita. Like, you know, he's on 800000 this year. Andrew Fafita's been playing uh, Intrust Super Cup. There's rumours of him leaving the club very soon as well. He could be going over to Super League and play with his brother. But, mate, seriously, it's about time Kevin Walter's done this. Hopefully this will put a stake in the ground up there in Queensland to let him know that he's in control. Brody Croft, though, as do you think Brody Croft is the halfback for the Broncos? No, I don't, mate. I don't at all. I think Dearden's an absolute weapon, mate. I think he's got plenty to offer the game. I definitely follow the Broncos, be invested in him. Uh, Brody Croft, for me, is just you know sort of reserve-grade player. You bring him up when there's injuries or, or so forth, mate. But, yeah, definitely Dearden's the way to go. Uh, with Milford, I mean, he had that great you know couple of years at Canberra and then uh, he's just done nothing since. Um, you know, he's never been the same player for mine, mate. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's attitude. I've got no idea. Uh, in saying he's a fullback, Hose, but I just think he's carrying too much weight, mate. I don't think he's quick enough mm. uh, to be a fullback. So where do you put him? I don't know, mate. I really don't. Uh, but it hasn't worked at the Broncos. Maybe he needs change, change of scenery. Maybe he needs to kick up the backside. Who knows? But um, we definitely haven't seen the Anthony Milford of the Canberra Raiders, Dave. Sign on the dotted line. Signing news. Uh, Josh Maguire has just signed with the St. George Illawarra Dragons for 18 months, effective immediately. He actually could line up for the Dragons this week, mate. Any quick thoughts on that? Yeah, good pick up for St. George. Uh, he's a stalwart. Obviously, he's at the back end of his career. Uh, but, yeah, hasn't worked up there at the Cowboys, so be it. He's moved on. That's just the way it is, mate. Um, good luck to him. St. George are going well. Uh, like I said, good pick up for them. Uh, strengthens their already massive forward pack. All right, As, let's jump into reviewing this weekend's games. Mate, we'll try and speed through them. Uh, so the Rabbitohs on Thursday night, 35-6 to six over the Broncos. Mate, I tell you what, this Rabbitohs team is just starting to hit another gear. And, mate, what about seeing Adam Reynolds kick the two-point field goal. It's the first ones that we've seen since the 1970s as... Oh, 100%. And didn't he nail it, mate? Went straight through the middle. Bit of uh, in-swing on the Steedon. He's a class act, Adam Reynolds, isn't he, mate? South, please, sign the bloke up. Yeah, great halfback. I mean, you know, the South forward package is doing what they're doing to let these backs just play off it. And Latrell Mitchell, he's still looking big and 
He's looking a bit chubby, but mate, he's just got that brute strength to just overpower the the Broncos players. And the try that he scored where he caught the ball just before the in goal as, and he carried four of them over and just showed determination to put the ball down. He's looking enormous, Latrell. And obviously he kicked another field goal as well. So, mate, look, South are just rolling through. Broncos obviously worrying signs there. They're not scoring many points, but hey, look, they've dropped Milford. Um, let's just see where the Broncos go from here. Oh, no no doubt, mate, with Latrell. I mean, he's never lost his skills, has he? He's a freak. Um, yeah, like like you just said, mate, I think obviously he's carrying a little bit of pudge around the stomach area there, but he, he is uh, losing a bit week by week. That will come, obviously, as the season goes on. But yeah, how good is he? He's mm. playing great football. He's happy. That team is just deadly, mate. It, it really is. And they're just going through the motions playing these... Uh, bottom teams. Uh, it's it's definitely worrying because uh, when that team clicks, mate, like I said, yeah, watch out. We're in for a mouth-watering match when they play the Panthers. Don't you worry about that. Warriors 12, Manly Seagulls 13. I picked the upset as I know I could have tipped Manly Seagulls. Wow. What a dire game this was. It was just, there was nothing doing. It was a horrible game of rugby league. There was about 5,000 people only in the stands. Cherry Evans stood up 79th minute as when the time mattered. I think there was only about 15 seconds to go. Uh, clutch play. Give it to Cherry Evans. He'll nail the field goal each and every time. Yeah, you tipped the upset and so did I because I didn't put my tips in. <laughs> <laughs> um, unbelievable. I forgot to put them in. I'm sorry, but I'll take that. Uh, yeah, mate, I can't believe it. Manly's won a game. How bad were the Warriors? I mean, it was a bludger of a game, wasn't it? Uh, but yeah, Manly mm. got the win. Good luck to them, mate. The monkey's off the back. They get their first victory. Uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. It was ugly, but you take it. For the Warriors, yeah, just disappointing for me, mate. They've taken a step backwards. I hope it's not uh, a continuing uh, thing over these next couple of games where they just continue to lose these games. I think back at round three when... The Warriors, you know, out-muscled Canberra in the second half and they were looking good as. And then, obviously, the Roosters touched them up last week. But this week, the Warriors are going back to the Warriors of old that we're all used to. This is the reason why I didn't pick the Warriors in, in my top eight because they just play these pushing passes, dumb plays, giving away ridiculous penalties, six against, and Manly as well. Manly were off the whole night. They didn't even look like winning Manly. I guess the silver lining for Manly, as is this young bloke, Josh Schuster, as he's turning into a great back rower. I know that he normally plays in the halves, but he's filling in there on the left-hand side there for Curtis Sirenen and Mate, he's looking good. He's looking the goods. He scored a clutch try. Good signs there. Yeah, mate. Definitely a great up-and-coming player. There's no doubt about that. And uh, what's dangerous with him filling in there is that because he's played in the halves, mate, he can be a you know a ball-running uh, lock and just, you know, pass left or right. He can, he can do anything, mate. So that's what's very dangerous. You've got to be on your toes when you're defending him, mate, because he can do anything. I mean, Manly, like I said, yeah. Don't worry about they didn't offer anything this game. They haven't offered anything for the past bloody four weeks. So take the win, the Seagulls fans, and let's just hope you, you improve for it with this win. Well, mate, I, I hope Manly keep going, mate. I just got them in the eight. Here they come as they put one on. They're going to win again this week against Gold Coast. No, no, mate, I'm, I'm just G'ing up. They've, um, look, they've just got to play consistent. I don't know when Turbo's back, mate. They've got a long way to go, Manly, but it's good that they've got that monkey off their back. Oh. I was hearing a rumour that Turbo might be back this week, mate. Apparently, he's um, running well, so who knows? Okay, well, Manly, who knows? They might be in the box seat to go back-to-back this week. Friday night, Penrith Panthers 30 over the Raiders 10. 
this team, the Penrith Pampers, they just keep getting better and better. Do they what, mate? And uh, I told you they would, mate. Uh, everyone's worried. Oh, they got rid of experience in Josh Mansour and James Tarmel, Mate, they did what they had to do. They've got so much young blood and they're just bringing them through. They're moving on the older players, mate. Um, I don't know how you lose experience when you made the grand final last year, mate. That, that did them the world of good. They know the pain of losing, mate. And they're hungry, Hoves, and they're still hungry, mate. They're definitely the, the form team of the comp and the team to beat with South. Um, yeah, what can you say, mate? They're brilliant, aren't they? I thought they might be in for a bit of a contest with the Raiders scoring first, but, mate, they just blew them away, didn't they? Mate, they did. And, you know, Jack White and, you know, pet play always does that, you know, runs hard at the line and puts his left foot step on and just slams the ball down. And 11 minutes in, Canberra's up 6-0. But I actually thought, because they put a kick in and Jared Croker... Uh, ran in and he got his hands on the ball, but he, obviously his hands went over the ball. Uh, his torso grounded it and they said it was a no try. I thought then if it had been 12 nil up, Canberra had a lot of possession. They were looking good. Uh, obviously that went to no try. And then not long after that, Charlie Staines, you know, scored the first try for the Panthers that just opened up the floodgates. Next minute it was 18, six at half time. Like you, you blinked and you missed it, mate. It was just Penrith going bang, bang. Jerome Luai for me is just, turning up and putting on a show. I thought he'd go into well, sort of a second-year syndrome, I guess, because I thought his best year was last year. But Jerome Luai, for me, is just showing how classy he is. And I wouldn't be surprised if Cleary and Luai are the halves for the Blues, mate. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't put it past uh, what you're saying, too. I wouldn't disagree with that, mate. I mean, uh, he's on fire, mate. He's playing great football. Obviously, Nathan Cleary's a freak. How good's New South Wales uh, halves pairings to choose from, mate? I mean, you've got Luai and Cleary and... Reynolds and uh, Walker. It's crazy, mate. Absolutely crazy. Definitely a class act, Jerome Luai. And, mate, I know we talked about him last week, but I've got to give him another rap. Brian Torto ran over for 250 metres as. The guy's just a pocket rocket. He reminds me of Matt Utai. Uh, very hard to tackle. He's low to the ground. Uh, he's defending well as well. But, jeez, he's just built like a brick shithouse. He is, mate, and he's getting better and better, isn't he? Each week, he's just building his confidence up, and he's just killing it, which is great to see. And he's a massive shot uh, to get a wing spot for the Blues. Okay, as the Gold Coast Titans, 42 over the Newcastle Knights, 16. This was dead set in the David Fafita show. He made it look like it was under 11s playing NRL. Seriously, he just barnstormed over the top of the Knights and Gold Coast looking good up there at Seabus Super Stadium. Oh, is he what, mate? He's back. Don't worry about that. The big Fafita is back. The machine. Yeah, mate, what can you say? I mean, Newcastle obviously depleted. They've lost their halfback. They've lost uh, Tex Hoy. Yeah, so many injuries, mate, but... Um, they don't look good at all, the Knights, mate. And uh, they might struggle to make the eight, to be honest with you. Good to see Ponga back, mate. Scored a try. Obviously, he, he's a bloke to watch out for. He's Newcastle's main guy now. Like you said, it was just uh, men against boys, really. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Corey Thompson is always a surprise packet for me. Uh, so I think he's just one of those players that just does his job. You a little bit upset that you lost him from the Tigers? Or are you happy that he's moved on and doing well up there in the Gold Coast? No, I mean, I, I wouldn't be. I'm not disappointed either way. He's a trier. And you need players that are triers, mate. And if, if you're going to pick a player up cheap that is a trier, you're laughing, mate. And, you know, he, he's obviously gone to the Gold Coast because he got a multi-year deal. He's not a superstar, so I'm not disappointed in any way. But good luck to him, mate. He's definitely a, a solid player and a trier, mate. Mm. And your mate, Patrick Herbert, got a double on the weekend and he's looking good too. Yeah, he can play, mate. There's no doubt about that. Um, obviously, he's just finding his feet. So good to see him pick up a couple of meat pies. Saturday, 530 
Bulldogs 18, Melbourne Storm 52. Melbourne Storm got the first score over the 50s in 2021. Never in doubt this game. No, nah, never was, mate. I mean, if you watch that first couple of tries, oh my God. I can't believe you have defence like that in first grade rugby league. Absolutely horrendous. I think it was Felice Cafus. You picked the ball up from hooker. Dead set. He just hopes. It was like he sleepwalked over the line and just fell over and scored. I couldn't believe it. Absolutely horrendous. Give the dogs a wrap. They've got three tries, those 18 points. The duck egg is gone. Thompson's first try, good on him, mate. Showed passion. He cared. I'm not going to give Kyle Flanagan a wrap because he didn't need one. He's useless. But uh, when they came to Jake Avarello's side on the left there, he put he scored two tries, mate, just for a kick and, and obviously a pass back to him. He scored, which was good to see. Um, I think he's a young bloke that, that's got something to offer for the Bulldogs. But, yeah, surprising to see the Dogs put Melbourne's defence under a bit of pressure and obviously break that with three tries. Yeah. That wasn't good to see. I, I'm definitely – Craig Bellamy wouldn't be happy with that. They would have got a spray for sure. But, um, yeah, like you said, the game was never in doubt. And, and obviously, the Storm put 52 points. I did say 80. So I wasn't far off. Yeah, good to see that the dogs scored three tries. That's the only positive you can give the dogs. I mean, yeah, they've got nothing off, mate. And like I said, yeah, next year's the year, but definitely painful to watch this year. Yeah, I agree, mate. Luke Thompson, definitely the the guy that changed this team. He ran hard. He looked strong. He looked big. And he looked like he wanted to compete in this game. And yeah, he did score a good try. And he, he tried the whole game. As I thought, once he went off the field, I think he pulled a hamstring towards the end of the game too. So... It'd be interesting to see if Luke Thompson plays this week, but I thought that he was the beneficiary for the Bulldogs to, you know, at least get some points on the board. I do agree with you, Jake Avarillo, good young kid. I have watched him pretty closely as over the last few weeks. I know he didn't play last week. Uh, he looks like he's a, a ball running 5'8", but he needs to get early ball. Uh, obviously, he hasn't been getting that from Cole Flanagan. Cole Flanagan's always been the first choice there to get the ball for the Bulldogs, and I think they just need to stay either side of the field. Avarillo on the left and Flanagan on the right. And they, he shouldn't rove. If anyone should rove, it should be Avarillo. But, yeah, Bulldogs scoring three tries against the Storm. Uh, yeah, good good on the Bulldogs for doing that. But, mate, Melbourne, just too powerful, too strong. The big name stood up, Munster Boy and uh, old Pappy. Seriously, the bloke just keeps getting better and better. And good to see Jerome Hughes running at the line again with the ball. Uh, as the last game on Saturday, the Roosters, 26 over Cronulla Sharks, 18. Cronulla, 18, four up with 20 to go. They should never have been run down, mate. Ah, they folded up like a deck chair, didn't they? Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, jeepers, eh? All these experts, why do they get rid of Kyle Flanagan? Well, the 18-year-old Sam Walker showed you why. Robbo knows, mate. He knew from the start what he had on his hands, mate. And he had to move one of them on. Obviously, he moved on the uh, the ladder, which is at uh, the Bulldogs now. But how good was Sam Walker? Some of those cutout passes, they dead set on the winger's chest going over. Class act for an 18-year-old kid to do that, mate, in first grade rugby league. He's getting better and better each week. Obviously, scored a try himself as well. Gee, mate, uh, don't ride off the roosters just yet, Oves. They look good, don't they? Seriously, the Roosters. I know that I had them sliding down the ladder this year. Um, but, mate, they're just looking fierce. They're looking great. Sam Walker, superstar. What a young kid, 18-year-old already with these skills that he's putting in. And, mate, he looked like he's been playing in the NRL for the last five years. Those bullet passes, like you said, the one that hit Tupo on the chest, unbelievable. I think no one saw that coming. 
And then when he did score that next try, they thought he was going to do the same thing, but just threw the dummy, went himself and uh, went over. And, mate, we just keep talking about these Morris boys, mate. Brett Morris is flying, scoring tries. He just knows how to find the chalk. Mate. Yeah, 100%. And he's a massive shot for a wing spot for the Blues, mate. He's, how good is he? Unbelievable. But uh, what, what's good for the Roosters too, mate? Sam Walker, game after game, he'll just improve hopes. He's learning the plays, mate. He knows how to create tries, hopes. You know, and and that's what a halfback's job is. He knows how to do that, mate. And that's, you know, an 18 years, year old to do that, mate, in what, his second or third game? Please, mate. He's got class written all over him. He uses with it. And, um, yeah, like I said to you, mate, every game he's just going to get better and better. So uh, watch out for the Roosters. Mm. And good to see William Kennedy go for the Sharks. We gave him a wrap last week. And, uh, yeah, he, he's looking good too. As he's, he's looking fantastic there at the back for the Sharks. Yeah, he is, mate. You know, he's a trier host. Uh, he's definitely a trier, mate. So, um, yeah, good luck to him. All right, As Sunday. Leichhardt Oval. West Tigers 30 went down to the Cowboys and gave them their first victory, 34. What are your thoughts, mate? Oh, I've got no thoughts, mate. I'm disgusted. I'm filthy. I mean, if I could say some explanatives, I would. You'd be bipping me for the next 15 minutes. Oh, mate, I can't believe that what I saw in the first half on such an important day at a, at a fortress... Unbelievable, mate. Lost for words, though. I really am, mate, honestly. The attitude, uh, the egos, they all need to kick up the backside. That is a disgrace, mate. For one of the Magpies' toughest men, one of our greatest halfbacks, to pass away and for us to put up a performance like that in his memory, disgrace, disgusted. I can't believe what I watched, mate, what I saw in that first half. They got booed off at halftime, so they should have been. For fans to rock up to that stadium and for them to do that on such an important day, no, mate, that's not on. That's unforgivable for my nose. I don't even feel like supporting my team anymore, to be honest with you, mate. I'm filthy. And to have a so-called sports journalist to put up on social media, Andrew Webster, to say, to boo your own team at halftime, that's not on. Are you serious, mate? Get behind your desk with your big pen and write some common sense, mate. For fans to rock up that are paying to get into the ground, that are paying for jerseys, that are diehard supporters that actually care, for your team to be down 28-6 at half time to a team that hasn't won a game on such an important day at a fortress, and you're saying that's not on? Are you serious, mate? Honestly, you got no idea. Get another job, you squarehead. Honestly, mate, that shows we care, mate. We're not going to put up with that, hopes. That's a disgrace, mate. I hope Michael Maguire, dead set, put a rocket up every single player, mate. To, to put up a halftime performance like that, that's just unforgivable, Hobbs. I'm sorry, mate. And our second half, obviously, a bit better, but we didn't get the chocolates, mate, and we didn't deserve to. Multiple players need to be dropped, mate, and it starts with Luke Brooks. He's got to go, Hobbs. I'm hearing rumours we've moved on now, and um, I'm hearing that we are prepared to uh, let him go. Let's start with that. Good. He can go, Hobbs. I've had enough, mate. It hasn't worked eight years. He's never made finals. Uh, we've got to move on. Uh, if Adam Reynolds available, let's go all out. I know uh, I don't like to sign players, uh, you know, in, into their 30s. It's not good. But um, if we're going to pay for someone, it's, it'd probably be start with Adam Reynolds. I think uh, Madge knows him best. Well, look, signing Adam Reynolds would be something that the Tigers would need to do. And I know that you're talking about, you know, these older blokes and, you've you know, you've talked about this quite a lot. But... Tigers have signed washed-up 30-year-olds. Adam Reynolds is definitely not a washed-up player. 
He's still playing in his prime. Halves normally, you know, between their 27s to 32s is normally their prime for a halfback. Adam Reynolds is living up to it each and every week. So, look, throw the book at him, mate. They need to get him. They need to get him on board if that's the case, if the bunnies are in salary cap issues. And, look, the Tigers just need some direction around the park. Luke Brooks is definitely not the answer. Like you said, he hasn't even played us in the semifinals. So, look, mate. 28-6 at Leichhardt, as you said, big game, full-packed house there at Leichhardt. It is a fortress, as. That game, for me, I always know when it's at Leichhardt Oval, you take the Tigers because the fans just get that team revved up and going. And seriously, the Cowboys, to be up 28-6 when they haven't even looked like beating any team is, is horrible, as it was just horrible to see. I know the Tigers fought back early in the second half and Mate, there was a no try disallowed. Uh, there would have been 26 24. Uh, David Nofaluma scored in the corner. They awarded the try, and then it was disallowed because James Roberts, you know, took out Cohen Hess on the line. As he's got to be better than this, James Roberts. You know that you can't just stand in the defense. Like, I know it was, you know, five meters away or two meters away from the try line, but. James Roberts, if you're going to be a decoy runner, you've got to run through, you've got to break the defense. If he, if he runs through, you know, two metres as, and Cohen Hess can try and get across, he probably does stop the play because Luke Garner threw a good ball over to, to Norfoluma. But in saying that, when Norfoluma got the ball, there was two players. There was the winger and the centre that could have put him into touch, that had plenty of time on him. Norfoluma just knows his way to the try line as well. I think he's a super player, and I, I rate David Norfoluma to get the ball down. Who knows? That game could have been different, but... To be honest, the way the Tigers played, they did not deserve to even win that game. Hobbs, I'm not going to pull a Ricky Stewart. I'm going to cop it on the chin, mate. You know, I'm not a sook. Mate, we didn't deserve to win that game, so I'm not going to go on about a video ref disallowed try, mate. 28-6 down, disgraceful, mate, despicable. i got no words. And then to see, obviously, before the match, the West, the mighty Western Suburbs Magpies got up for Tommy. They are flying, Hobes, and we're coming second on second-grade ladder. He's got to blood some of these players, mate. They've got to come up. Jock Madden's flying. Simpkins flying. Mate, drop these some of these bums that we've got in first grade and teach them a lesson, teach them about heart uh, and actually caring and having, having a crack and bring up these young blokes, mate. Madge has got to do it, mate, because we're flying, mate, in reserve grade. These players deserve a crack, these young blokes, that are putting on a show in reserve grade, mate. There's no doubt about it. I know when BJ Leilua got injured, uh, I think it was in the lead-up to when Dane Laurie scored, uh, he got KO'd and he was uh, off. They brought on, I think it was McKayley to fill in in the centres, which I was really surprised about, uh, knowing that Moses Mbai was the starting centre before the game, and then he was taken out. I heard there was a bit of scuffle in the sheds at halftime between Maguire and Tarmow. Tarmow blowing up to, to Maguire to say, you know, don't fire up at us when, you know, you're putting a forward in the centres. And, mate, he only actually played 28 minutes, James Tarmow, was a captain of the Tigers. So, look, mate, I don't know what's going on there at Tigers. Do, do we know how long Michael Maguire has signed on with the Tigers? Is, is his contract long as? Do you see that Michael Maguire is the man to, you know, be leading you guys? Do you think that he can win you a premiership? No, I'm not too sure what – it might be three years or something like that, mate, but all these people rave on about him. Oh, he can coach, Madge. He won one premiership at South. Yeah, good luck to him, broke the drought. But please, I'm really not sold on Madge as a long-term coach. You know, he's a good uh, – how do I say it? He calls a spade a spade, so he'd probably get up the players that aren't performing, which I like. You know, they need to be accountable. But 
you know, I've heard he, he overtrains a lot of teams and a lot of the players get the their attitude drops, mate, because they're just they're buggered from the, the hard training. Who really knows? I mean, personally, no, I, I don't see him as like a, a long term coach, you know, like a, a seven or eight year coach, say like a Brad Arthur or something like that. No, I don't. I, I would have loved to have seen the Tigers come out in the Magpies jerseys yesterday. Um, I know that they retired the number seven jersey and Luke Brooks wore number 22, but geez, it would have been good to just see the Tigers run out wearing the Magpies strip. Uh, they probably don't even have one as, but I thought they could have done something special. I know it was short-term uh, thing, but, geez, it would have looked good out there. Oh, yeah, definitely too much orange in that jersey. No, I'm only joking, mate. Yeah, it would have been good to see, mate, but then again, we're playing at Leichhardt, mate, so you got to keep uh, the Bowman fans happy, so they had to have a little bit of orange in that. Um, I don't agree with it, don't get me wrong, because I'm a Magpie supporter, but I can see why uh, they put a little bit of orange in there, uh, obviously playing at Leichhardt. As so... Six o'clock game. Parramatta Eels 12 went down to the Dragons 26. Oh, mate, the Dragons just came out. They out-enthused Parramatta. They came to play. They ran harder. They, you know, they just looked stronger. They looked fit. Mate, they're playing for Anthony Griffin, mate. Oh, 100%. There's no doubt about that, mate. And, um, I mean, they were all raving on about how they were uh, going to be no good without McInnes. Well, who's McInnes now? Because uh, the Dragons are looking fine. Don't you worry about that. They are playing for Hawk. Oh, I did message you during the game, mate. I said, Parra looked shell-shocked, didn't they? It looked like they didn't know what to do. They didn't expect this uh, to come at him. And, um, gee, Matt Dufty, look, he was hot and cold for years, mate, you know. But, gee, he's playing awesome football. He's he, he's throwing cut-out passes. You know, he's he's taking on the line. He's only a small bloke. Uh, but, gee, he's looking good, mate. Oh, mate, he's just so quick. And I even said that when we were doing our tips last week, that I was actually nervous about this game because of that man. And, uh, you know, Brad Valawa, he, he performed. He played a 80-minute performance. And I thought he was, you know, he out-muscled Mike Acevo. So he actually looked the better Fijian on the field. But first penalty try as Dufty, uh, Nathan Brown, you know, trying to hold back uh, Dufty. He's just dumb play, trying to hold the shorts. Uh, mate, you just need to try and get in there and make it look like you're not even trying to hold. But, mate, putting your hand out to try and hold him. Penalty try, guaranteed 100% try. I don't know. Look, I know Dufty's quick. The post was there. He probably would have got around him. as It's it's really hard to tell, obviously, when he got, you know, I guess shoved out of the line by Nathan Brown. I mean, all you need, when you're running at that pace, a little nudge to your shorts or to your jersey just does put you offline. But, Dufty's quick, we know that. As a Parramatta fan, I was gutted that they gave that a penalty try. But looking back at it, mate, it, it was probably deserved. And uh, I can't really say much about it because he's quick, and we know that he's quick. So his pace probably awarded him that penalty try because in the past, we've seen players in the vicinity. And to have a, a penalty try, it has to be guaranteed 100% that that was going to be a try. As you know, as we don't even know if he could have picked it up and dropped it. We don't know. But look, Dufty with his pace just proved that you know he probably would have scored that try. Yeah, I, mean, I totally understand where you're coming, where you, you don't know if he's going to ground the ball or not. Uh, he might miss altogether. He might drop it, so forth. But mate, for mine, that's 100%. A penalty try. There's no doubt in my mind that he was not going. He was going to score that. He was always going to score that, mate. And uh, for Brown to do that is just stupid. I mean, you're on camera, mate. You're always mm. going to get caught. He didn't even try and hide it. We we both call a spade a spade, mate. And in the end, 
uh, yeah, we agree. It's a penalty try. Mate, well, look, Dufty, super performance by him. Two tries, uh, two try assists. He's just looked enormous. Zach Lomax, he, he doesn't miss from anywhere. He's he's doing well. But look, Tarek Sims got 10 in the bin. Isaiah Papali, he just shows some brute strength to score the try. And look, 18-6 there in the 43rd minute. I thought, you know, with Tarek being off for another seven or eight minutes, I thought we might be... Uh, coming home, but look, the Dragons just outmuscled us. They definitely just outplayed Parramatta. Henry Perinara, I just want to know in the bunker how he. I know Bryce Cartwright tried to do a dumb offload, never on. We know Bryce Cartwright always does these dumb plays. He just tries to push the ball. Yes, he has got an offload, and look, it will pay off. I'm sure that he'll do one, you know, throughout the year, which will set up a try, and I'll be, you know, raving on about it. But mate, look, dumb play. He was so low to the ground. Uh, he did offload the ball. His hand did touch the, the ground. His elbow was up in the air. Uh, the referee ruled a, a knock-on to the uh, eel, so it was a dragon ball. Parramatta challenged it. However, in the challenge, the it was a successful challenge because Parramatta did a knock on the ball. However, Henry Perinara said it was a penalty because he was tackled in the play and therefore he passed after that. But as, mate... It's the ball-carrying elbow that has to touch the ground, mate, not the hand. You look at every double movement or whatever, the ball's already on the ground most of the time, and then it's the elbow that then lifts up off the ground to then try and put the ball over. This is ridiculous, mate. Oh, 100%. It's, it's definitely the uh, ball-carrying arm that has to make contact with the ground uh, for it to be a penalty. I mean, to call that a penalty with him... Calling it hell, it's probably best should be a uh, play the ball or something like that because he could have said, oh, hand the ball back. I didn't hear on you know, correctly or, you know, pass simultaneously as, as calling hell. Yeah, it's, it was a bit of a uh, tricky one, that one. But I, I totally understand where you're coming from too. They, they've totally got it wrong. Yeah, mate, seriously, it's the referee's discretion whether the defender is held, not the, the video referee, mate. Seriously, like that was disgusting. That was, that was horrible. And look, Seriously, I'm not going to complain because the Dragons definitely out-enthused Parramatta. They look the better team. Parramatta's got some work to do, mate. And these are the games that we were being talking about as the ones that Parramatta get complacent. Uh, this is why I haven't got Parramatta uh, winning the grand final or you know thereabouts being even in the grand final. Mate, I look back to last year. Uh, Paul McGregor's last coaching game uh, was against Parramatta and Cameron McInnes was awesome in that game. Dragons are winning 16-0 at halftime. They ended up winning, holding on and won by two points. But, mate, that's the second time the Dragons have beaten us there at Bank West. The Dragons have got the wood over us at the moment. And, uh, look, Jack Bird ran hard. He played well. And, you know, hats off to Cody Ramsey as well. I thought he defended extremely well on Blake Ferguson. And, uh, look, seriously, all over the park, the the Dragons just outmuscled Parramatta. And back to the drawing board. Hopefully we can uh, get up against Canberra because they're going to need it, especially going down to Canberra. Yeah, good to see Jack Bird get a meat pie, mate. Good to see him back, you know, after having some devastating injuries with the Eels, I mean. Last week was a bit worrying for me to watch as the Tides clawed their way back and get pretty close. And probably the end score wasn't really the outlook on the game. Uh, at the end. But, yeah, they've come out and laid a massive egg here against the Dragons, mate, and that's worrying for mine, hopes. I mean, for me, you need to win the comp, mate. Para has to win the comp. Otherwise, I'd be moving on from Arthur, mate. It's There's too many chances. You don't play this game to run fourth or fifth or sixth every year. You play to win the comp, mate. 
And he's been there, what, eight or nine years, mate. So if he doesn't win the comp this year with all those players, he's he's got what he wanted. You've got to move on from him, mate. Paris just got to blow it up and, and start again. It's tipping time. That's right, As. It is tipping time. Mate, let's jump straight into it. Thursday night, the Broncos play the Penrith Panthers. Who wins this it's one, It's the mate? Mountain Men. Yeah, mate. Penrith for me. Friday, Newcastle Knights at home yet again. Uh, this time they play Cronulla Sharks. Who wins this one? Mate, I don't care if they're playing at home or on the beach. Uh, it's Cronulla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, I'm on Cronulla as well. I think uh, they'll win uh, convincingly. Blockbuster, mate. Friday night, I think everyone will be ready. The TVs will be on. The ratings will be up. Melbourne Storm host the Sydney Roosters at Amy Park. Who wins this one, buddy? Yeah, this is a bit of a cracker. Uh, I think the Roosters are a hope, don't get me wrong, because of what I saw the Bulldogs do to the Storm, put those three tries, and I was absolutely gobsmacked. Yeah, I just think the Storm will have a click up at training, mate, and I think they'll get the points here. Yeah, mate. Look, I'm on the Storm. Home ground advantage of the Melbourne Storm will get them the victory. It's Saturday, 3 o'clock, Manly at Glen Willow Oval in Mudgee up against the Gold Coast Titans. Who wins this one? Uh, it's the Titans for mine. Mate. Turbo's back. Oh. Let's go, Badley. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all right, mate. I'll make one up on you there. <laughs> no, mate. I'm going for the Gold Coast. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> you can't pick Manly yet again. Oh, they were horrible to get that victory over the Warriors. Uh, but no, mate. It's a Gold Coast you, Titans. You couldn't me. pick Manly with a 10-foot pole, mate. Please. Oh. <laughs> Uh, mate, Saturday afternoon, 5.30, the Rabbitohs uh, at home to the West Tigers. Who wins this one? Uh, hard game, really. No, mate, look, I think we will uh, have a crack. <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> hold on. on. Hold on. It's glory, glory, South oh, City. It's go. glory, glory, South City. Don't worry about that. Like I said here, yeah, this, this team just plays games with these lower-tier teams, including mine. But I'm just saying here, yeah, we'll put in a better performance than what we showed at Leichhardt. We have to. South win and probably win by plenty, to be honest with you. I hate to say it. Mate, I think South are going to be the second team to put 50 points on a team oh. because they will beat the Tigers by about – the margin will be 50. Well, look, they're not playing Parramatta, so uh, it definitely won't get to 50. GIO Stadium in Canberra, the Raiders at home against the Parramatta Eels. Who wins this one, mate? Uh, it's the green machine for mine. I think the Raiders game against Penrith – uh, we'll sharpen them up. They'll be a lot better against the Eels. Obviously, Penrith are a notch or two above Parramatta. So, um, yeah, I expect Canberra to fire. Mate, I'm on the blue and gold army, mate. I think they're going to bounce back. Uh, they need to win these games. They need to get back in the grind. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, this can go either way. Sunday, 2 o'clock, the Dragons at home against the Warriors. Who wins this one, mate? Oh, puff, puff. The Dragons are flying. you got to take the Dragons, mate. Mate, I can't believe we tipped the Dragons to get the wooden spoon. They definitely do not look like wooden spoon favourites. They are looking unbelievable. Uh, I think the signing of Josh Maguire is, you know, good. I know that they're chasing for feeder as well. So, look, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, but I think the Dragons will get the win over the Warriors this weekend. Round six wraps up with the Cowboys at home to the Bulldogs. Who wins this one, mate? Look, I'm going the Cowboys, but in saying that, there was a, like I said here, the, the three tries the Bulldogs put on the Storm is a positive. I mean, you're not playing the Melbourne Storm this week. So, 
Uh, Bulldogs fans, look, you, you might be in for a sh bit of a shot here. Have faith. Uh, because, yeah, you, you might get your first win here. You never know. But, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys. Mate, I'm taking the Cowboys only because of the home ground advantage. But if this had been in, uh, in Sydney, I was definitely taking the Dogs. So I agree with you. I think the Dogs are a good chance here. Um, yeah, mate, Bulldogs fans, buckle up. Be ready, 4 o'clock, because uh, your team might win on yep. Sunday. All right, Az, that's a wrap for this week. We've spoken about so much. There's been lots of talk in rugby league. It's only going to keep getting better. I just can't wait to see Pappenhausen against Tedesco. It's going to be a blinder this weekend. Uh, mate, hopefully our teams bounce back and put in better performances. But, mate, uh, hopefully it's not a long week. Yeah, 100%. But uh, it looks like I'll be in for an even longer one this week playing South. So uh, good luck to everyone cheering on their teams. Uh, and let's get this footy underway. Let's go, Manly! Thank <laughs> you.